Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Woo! We did it. Another book down. Yeah. I mean, it will be after this day is over. Mm-hmm. Yes. How exciting. <laughs> it was, geez, this was really quick. It it very, it was very, very short and brief. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I like it, too. If, if this was quick, though... You're going to have to hold on to your britches because wow. next next book... This was technically long. <laughs> next book is only going to be one episode long. So Whoa. we're going to have our oh, premiere and our finale. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> it's like a real quick like one-off D&D campaign where everyone yeah. gets to be real silly. Oh, uh, yeah. You okay. know, just... Okay. Maybe we can dress up. How exciting. Yeah. That's that's exactly what it is. Yeah, gosh. Okay, I, I want to ask you a billion questions about this next book, but yeah. I don't want us to get ahead of ourselves. We need yes. to give Hosea... Yeah. The ending. His time. Mm-hmm. It deserves. Yes. The focus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which, Emily, do you remember anything? And it's very important that you do because we will be doing a quiz for our bonus I episode know. today. Uh, well, thankfully, the quiz isn't only my doing and it doesn't run solely on my shoulders, which is really good. <laughs> um, and, no, I was laughing right before the episode started and Dedeker was kind of like, what is she laughing about? And it was all because I saw... <laughs> Lodkas and an easily deceived dove from yes. last time. Yep. <laughs> right, right. Those are the highlights from last uh, time, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> there was something, an oven on fire and pancakes. I don't know. Yeah, he was he was comparing either a king or a nation. I don't remember because I have not thought about it at all in the last seven days. But <laughs> Me neither. I was a jury duty. Compared yeah. to Somebody or someone to a pancake that hasn't been turned over. Yeah. Hasn't been flipped. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were wondering about latkes. And then this whole thing about how you can't look a dove in the eye. Yes. (laughs) To catch him. No, that was all Emily. That was not in the Bible. It was well, it's about he was, an easily deceived dove. And so, we, yeah. of course, we had to go around wondering and about not, how one would deceive a dove. They're not easily deceivable. They're actually very intelligent. Right. And so, mm-hmm. don't look them in the eye. Yes. Is what Emily told us. Don't look at them in the eye. No, you just have to sneak up on them, is all that I'm saying. I haven't tried to sneak <laughs> up because I think that that's maybe animal abuse and I don't want to do that. But if one were to, don't look it in the eye. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah. 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 If you were going to sneak up on a dove, don't look it in the eye while you do it. Besides that, that's the lesson. Yeah. I think so. It kind of doesn't this book run the trajectory of like the other prophets? It's all of the stuff that y'all did awfully. Mm -hmm. And then it's going to become all of the things that I'm going to do to lift you back up again as God, right? Plus, plus some object lessons sprinkled throughout. That too. Yes. In the form of, what throwing iodine on a white cloth and then showing the kids that it's gone no, now, that's, kids. That's modern day. That's modern day. Yeah, his is all marrying the prostitute. Yeah, it was a woman naming yeah. his kids terrible things. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And so yeah. now this is our last chance. This is Hosea's last chance 
to maybe redeem himself. And if he ends up being a good guy, maybe he can be Javier Bardem with okay hair. Yeah. As opposed to being played by Javier Bardem with bad hair. This is last chance. Maybe he has like half and half. Yeah. I suppose his hair could yes. change over yes. time. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it could. <laughs> Who knows? It would be funny if it, if like half of his hair was really nice and half of it was just horrible. Interesting. Oh, so we're going yeah. sort of for a two-faced kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. The thing is, though, it, it has a little bit of a transitive principle. I think if half of your hair is horrible, all of your hair is horrible. That's true. I mean, I don't know. Juice mm. will have to be the judge of that, probably. But, but yeah, I think no, right. I think that's that's accurate. It has to do with the, mm-hmm. uh, the transitive property of hair mm-hmm. uh, or the reflexive property. I forget which it is, but one of those. It's that, yeah. Um, yeah. If if one half is bad, then it's all bad. Yeah. It's kind of it's. <laughs> It's going to try to make some sort of a metaphor with numbers where if you, you know, if you multiply a positive number by a negative number, you get a negative number. But if you multiply two negative numbers, you get a positive number. But with hair, it's just if any part of it's negative, it ends up negative. I negative. think that's kind of yeah. what we end up with here. <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense. Um, I keep seeing these like kind of orange wine looking things. Yeah. So Is it an orange wine? What is it? No, so we went to the farmer's market today and we bought a local mead. And uh, I was going to say what their name is, but I'll be honest, the jury's still out for me on whether I actually like this mead or not. Mm. Okay. It tastes good. I'm I'm enjoying it. You're enjoying it? It tastes good to me, but it smells real funky. I'm getting some kind of funk on the nose. Sometimes that happens. I definitely, yeah, yesterday at work, I always have to like smell and taste the wine before I bring it to a customer. And I don't know, this bottle of Pinot Noir that apparently had been opened 30 minutes earlier just smelled terrible. And I ended oh, no. up throwing all of it away. Oh, no. And Gosh. so I hear you. Sometimes it's it kind of is not great, but then it grows yeah. on you. I don't know. I tossed some... I don't think that's the case I, tossed, here. I think this you is think just... You think it's fine? No? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think it's nice. Yeah. It's fine. It's like a very dry mead. Which mm, is nice because meads sometimes can be like really syrupy, really and sweet, yeah, sweet, and and that's just too much. Well, now I don't know. Like, is there something wrong with my glass? Does my glass have some funk in it? And that's what I'm picking up. And your mm. glass is perfect and fine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we're is used... it not funky to you, Jess? No, I'm I'm not noticing any funkiness. Well, Denigre may have a more refined palate. Let me just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is entirely possible. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's okay. I'm gonna commit to it. I'll commit to the bit for at least the rest of the episode and see if it grows on me or maybe if I get buzzed enough that I like it. Yeah, the palate, your palate will be shot so it doesn't matter anyways. Yeah, exactly. What are you drinking, Emily? Um, I'm continuing Spicy March and I'm just having a spicy margarita um, with both ginger and jalapeno. And then, yeah, I did a combination of pepper, cayenne pepper, and kosher salt on the rim. Ooh. And it's yeah. so good. That sounds great. This is a kind of a classic for me, but yeah, I'll post the recipe. A spicy marcherita, mm-hmm. more like. Mm-hmm. Marcherita, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's my birthday month, so spicy is my fave. So let's do it. Nice. nice. So before we move on to the book... We have a couple of quick fun things. One is that for those of you who are here for the live show, stick around because we're going to do the quiz at the end. And we also have a special treat, a featurette, if you will, starring the lady. But it's entirely visual. So that will not be for the recorded audience. That's only for the people here at the live show to enjoy. And then the second thing, or third thing, 
is that we have a quick rocket plug. That's right. It's a quick rock o'clock. And that is that our editor for this show, Leia, told us that (laughs) uh, a little kid, a little 11-year-old kid came up to her and said, what happens when you touch Dwayne Johnson's butt? What? What happens? What happens? Well, I mean, okay, first of all, hold on. Let's think this through. What happens? (laughs) It's Dwayne Johnson. If it's Yahweh and you touch Yahweh's butt, probably (laughs) insta-dead. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Or insta-blessed. Hard, hard opposite. You're like blessed for the rest of your days if you manage to sneak up on Yahweh and cop a feel. Right, exactly. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so when you touch Dwayne Johnson's butt, you hit rock bottom. Uh, <laughs> That's great. I need, a, yeah. I need a little, little you know, little, yeah. a rim Ba-dum. shot there. There it is. That's, That's good. Yeah. That's definitely worthy of a rock o'clock. That is some you rock do. related news. <laughs> you do hit the rock spot on. I think coming rock bottom, yeah. From the mouth of an 11-year-old does make it a little extra delightful. Yeah. He didn't he didn't make it up himself, but he did recite it to our editor not knowing her connection, <laughs> her intimate connection to the rock through this show. So uh, from the mouths of babes. I do like in the chat though, Sam Sam's response was you turn into candy. Oh, cuz Yeah. Mm. Candy ass. Your ass is already candy. That's kind of like a deeper, deeper, deeper cut, reference, yeah. really, for the fans of this show. Deeper cut. Yeah. Deep dive. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Jeez. Okay. And now, wow. with that, it is time for us to get into the finale reading of Hosea today. We're doing five chapters to finish this out. This is chapters 10 to 14. That's the end of Hosea. And then we're going to have two psalms, which is Psalm 90 and 91, by a a new one-hit wonder psalmist named Moses. So stick around for that. Moses. Oh, yeah. Moses supposes he wrote a couple psalms. Yes. (laughs) And with that, we want to remind everyone to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that... Prepare yourselves for Hosea chapter 10. Israel is a luxuriant vine that puts forth its fruit. According to the abundance of his fruit, he has multiplied his altars. As their land has prospered, they have adorned their sacred stones. Their heart is divided. Now they will be found guilty. Uh. He will demolish their altars. He will destroy their sacred stones. Surely, now they will say, We have no king, for we don't fear Yahweh. And the king, what can he do for us? The king is a candy ass. Is this like (laughs) Yahweh the king? Or is this Yahweh? Or is this the king? Is there a king during this time? Are they lamenting? They don't have... I don't even know what time this is at. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is it the time of kings? Or what? Yeah. 
Didn't we lay that out in like literally the first verse of this book? Did we? Who was king at this time? I thought we did. Yeah, I do. That does sound familiar, but I don't remember. I hope that's not on the quiz. It's probably going to be on the quiz. Oh, gosh. Probably going to be on the quiz. Somebody yep. look that up, please. Thank Hold you. Hold on. Okay. Just if I if I just straight up Google Hosea chapter one. <laughs> Uzziah. Thank you. Oh, actually, it's the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Hezekiah. Oh, wow. Whoa. Kings of Judah and during the reign of Jeroboam, son of Jehoash, king of Israel. So there were several kings okay. involved. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you, Dedeker. That's a mm-hmm. crash course. Right before yeah. we do the quiz. Okay. So according to Eugene, that sentence translates to, who needs a king? We couldn't care less about God, so why bother with a king? What difference would he make? Uh, I don't know. So not what I would have gotten from this, but but I, I guess I could see how maybe. Yeah, fair. Maybe. Fair. Okay. They make promises, swearing falsely in making covenants. Therefore, judgment springs up like poisonous weeds in the furrows of the field. The inhabitants of Samaria will be in terror for the calves of Beth-Avon. Who's Beth-Avon? With the calves, like his beefy calves? I think his beefy calves, yeah. Or like his cowy calves. Oh, yeah, I thought it was a cowy cow. (laughs) I mean, I'm sure it's a cowy cow, but I like the idea that they're threatened by just how... Beefy. Just amazing and beefy those calves are in Beth-Avon, yeah. Bursting. For its people will mourn over it, along with its priests who rejoiced over it, for its glory, because it has departed from it. So no more, no more glory in Beth-Avon or, uh-huh. or Samaria. That's gone. I don't know which. It also will be carried to Assyria for a present to a great king. Okay, yeah, that's prophesying the whole getting conquered thing. Ephraim will receive shame and Israel will be ashamed of his own counsel. It feels like all of these stories kind of end with Babylon taking over. Is that right? Well, that is what happens. Yeah, well, that's kind of the time their prophesying is leading up to that happening, right? Okay. And then how long is it, uh, maybe y'all don't know this, but how long is that between Babylon and Jesus? (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, we can figure this out. So the whole Babylon thing happens close to 600 BCE. Okay. It's like 580-something or somewhere around that. So we're still we're still several hundred years before Jeebs. Okay. Right, because he's zero. Or actually probably not quite on zero, but we can approximate mm-hmm. to zero. Okay. Right? So yeah, we've still got quite a number of, of years to go. Is here. zero his death or is zero his birth? His birth? Supposedly it's birth, but, but again, it's, yeah. historians kind of actually think that he was probably born in like two or three CE or something like that. Like, you know. I also heard maybe six, perhaps. Six. Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. I, I don't what know. What the heck were zero to six? What was that? You know, buffering time. Got it. Cool. Loading time. We hadn't quite <laughs> calibrated the carbon dater. <laughs> he was downloading. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, like a JPEG in the 90s. Exactly. Got yeah, he it. was slowly pixelizing and then less pixels or more pixels rather like more clarity more, more and clarity. less yeah 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 <laughs> okay um all right so where did i leave off here right it's going to be carried to assyria and ephraim's going to be ashamed samaria and her king float away like a twig on the water really oh wow what poetry a twig on the water like poo sticks twig on the water <laughs> okay wow <laughs> exactly <laughs> okay good 
The high places also of Avon, the sin of Israel will be destroyed. The thorn and the thistle will come up on their altars. They will tell the mountains, cover us, and the hills fall on us. (laughs) All right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then this is a new quote. I don't know who's saying this. Israel, you have sinned from the days of Gibeah. There they remained. The battle against the children of iniquity doesn't overtake them in Gibeah. That was a weird switch to present tense there. Doesn't overtake them in Gibeah. When it is my desire, and this must be Yahweh then, when it is my desire, I will chastise them and the nations will be gathered against them when they are bound to their two transgressions. Only two? Apparently there's just two. Okay, what are the two? Um, what, yeah, what are they? I'm going to say, oof. okay, well, one of them's got to be going after other gods. And either he's going to... Yeah, like false idols. Yeah, either he's going to literally say that or he's going to make it into some kind of metaphor about adultery or playing the prostitute or something like that. No, it's always a fun one. That's a classic one, yeah. Well, what's the second one? And the second, second transgression probably... I don't know. He really harps on the same theme. It's like, what else is there? Mm-hmm. Going after other gods, building altars in the high places, burning incense, marrying other, you know, taking brides from other nations and some such. Other brothers. Seven brides for seven brothers. Yeah. It's like really a lot of them are just that. So I can't yeah. even think of a second transgression. Okay. Is he going to even say it? Yeah, well, I was going to say, I'm glad that you figured that out because it's not going to be covered here. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, dang it. That's like a, a a person saying like, well, you know what you did. Yeah, you did two things. You did two things? <laughs> you know what they are. No, I don't. What? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, instead, we're going to have some of our favorite metaphors back again. Beautiful. So uh, they're bound to their two transgressions. Ephraim is a trained heifer that loves to thresh. So, I will put a yoke on her beautiful neck. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Sorry, what is a thresh? Just... Is she okay. like, thresh, thresh. No, no, no threshing is like harvesting wheat or whatever. You go through and you thresh it. Oh, well, then that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. They would also walk cows over the threshed grain to separate the husk mm. from the, the berry as well. That was another. The berry? The wheat berry. Yeah. Wheat so, is a berry? <laughs> Um, okay, hold on though. That that beautiful neck really yeah. threw me off because at first yeah. I thought this was pejorative, and then suddenly he made it about how beautiful this cow's beautiful neck is. Neck. <laughs> I'm really confused. This, this cow has such a beautiful neck, but there will be a yoke on it. Yeah, it's like a lady that's beautiful, and they got to put like got to put a ring on a it. ring on it or something. There you go. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. That this is this inspired Beyonce actually. Exactly. Uh, and, and then he says, I will set a rider on Ephraim. Judah will plow. Jacob will break his clods. Okay, okay, cool, okay. I'm realizing I don't know enough about plowing fields with a beast of burden. Or what a clod is. Yeah. Is a clod like I assume a, a dirt clod. I assume clop. he must. Okay, so Judah's riding this heifer that is Ephraim who loves this by the way. Yeah. Just loves Loves this. to thresh. Yeah. Loves threshing. Puts the yoke on him. Uh-huh. And then who is breaking up the clods? Jacob. He says, I will set a rider on Ephraim. We don't know who the rider is. And then Judah will plow 
and Jacob will break his clods. Okay, so Judah's going to be pushing, I, I'm guessing, steadying the plow I see, behind, behind the rider the on Ephraim. Okay. And Jacob's breaking up the dirt clods yeah. left yeah, behind. Yeah. Sounds like it. Wow. What a tableau. <laughs> These men. <laughs> Sow to yourselves in righteousness. Reap according to kindness. Break up your fallow ground. For it is time to seek Yahweh until he comes and rains righteousness on you. That's a good, that's a line that The Rock really could have used back in his WWE days. Rain righteousness Rain on you. Rain righteousness! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have plowed wickedness. You have reaped iniquity. You have eaten the fruit of lies. For you trusted in your way, in the multitude of your mighty men. Therefore, a battle roar will rise among your people, and all your fortresses will be destroyed. All your base are belong to us. They are. Wow. Yeah. As, as Shalman destroyed Beth Arbel in the day of battle. Oh, we all remember that. Class, that classic. Yeah. Yeah, we all know that one. It was amazing. <laughs> I mean, probably bad. Terrible. The mother was dashed in pieces with her children. She is... Uh... So... Bethel will do to you because of your great wickedness. At daybreak, the king of Israel will be destroyed. Boy, okay. I, I was into the beautiful neck and then we just no, went to the same no, place no, no. of, yes, yeah. So okay. beautiful neck. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's move on to 11. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay, 11. And this is a quote. When Israel was a child, then I loved him and called my son out of Egypt. They called to them, so they went from them. They sacrificed to the Baals, burned incense to engraved images. Who's the sun out of Egypt? Is that? I think Egypt is the sun. No, no. The the sun is Israel. Yes. Okay. Out is so they took. He just said earlier Israel out. Yeah, we're doing the the classic the classic God doing the callback to Exodus. Yeah. Right where he's like, look at what I did. You were my son, and I took you out of Egypt. Remember that. You remember that? And yeah, I remember. And then Baal, that thing I did. You remember that, everyone? Yeah. But then you went off, and as Eugene says here, he worshipped the popular sex gods. <laughs> Not every the un- time. Who, who are the unpopular sex gods? <laughs> right. Yahweh. I don't know the lesser. Yeah, like yeah. what? What would Baal be? Baal would be like Kanye, and then everyone else. Like he's like the popular guy. And then who who's an unpopular rapper? I don't know. Or hip-hop artist. <laughs> oh. no yeah, we don't know because they're unpopular. No one cares. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, exactly. All the unpopular sex gods we've forgotten about. Yeah. No one remembers them. So, okay. Uh, they sacrificed to the Baals and burned incense to engraved images. Yet I taught Ephraim to walk. I took them by his arms, but they didn't know that I healed them. I drew them with cords of a man, with ties of love. And I was to them like those who lift up the yoke on their necks. And I bent down to him and I fed him. Now, so now he's a what is, animal? What is this weird, yeah. kinky, kinky situation that is going on with being tied up and feeding? Yeah. It is kinky. I don't know. So The ties of love. Now, this is what's weird is that in the translation that you just read, the, in the World English Bible, it's kind of talking almost like he's maybe an animal, maybe something else, like it's unclear. But it looks like here in the NIV, as well as the message, 
it's kind of going more with the metaphor of Israel being a baby. A little baby. So it says, like that last line that you read there says, that I lifted him like a baby to my cheek, that I bent down to feed him. Well, Eugene kind of glosses over the tying up the baby part of all this. That seems key. Well, okay. No, he he does cover that. He does cover that. He's oh, so he now does? I think Eugene's taking a lot of liberties here. Yeah, he generally does that. Yeah. So he says, I rescued him from human bondage, <laughs> as opposed to all those other kinds of bondage. Uh, but he never acknowledged my help, never admitted that I was the one pulling his wagon. Pulling the wagon? <laughs> Like a radio flyer? What? Like God was pulling? Yeah, yeah, like a little red radio flyer. God was pulling the wagon? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so... Oh, my goodness. Other translations are just saying, like, he didn't realize that I was the one who healed him, that I led the cords of human kindness with ties of love. There's, like, the translations are all over the place on this one. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Yeah. Okay, so five. They won't return to the land of Egypt, but the Assyrian will be their king because they refuse to repent. The sword will fall on their cities and will consume their gate bars and will put an end to their plans. I don't know what a gate bar is. For a second, I was like, they will consume their gay bars. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it's like the gate bar has got to be like the, you know, the big beam you put across your door to, to, yeah, to stop people coming in. Okay. My people are determined to turn from me. Mm, Yeah. Though they call to the most high. He certainly won't exalt them. How can I give you up, Ephraim? How can I hand you over, Israel? Never gonna give you up. Yes, they've rolled him all over the place. Okay, yep, love that. How can I hand you over, Israel? How can I make you like Adma? Who's Adma? Huh. How can I make you like Zeboyim? (laughs) I don't know idea who Zeboyim is. My heart is turned. I'm into it though. That name's familiar. Is it? At yeah, least, kind of. Is it maybe really to you? A little. He has Zeboim. I feel like there's a Zeboy. Zeboim. Zeboim. It's a city. Oh, according to Wikipedia. Interesting. Isn't everything both a people and a city? Yeah. I just assume every name is. Oh yeah, it's also generally coupled with Adma mm. as well. Yeah. Oh okay. okay. So some important cities. Okay. It sounds like they're cities that got destroyed, though, because he's saying, like, Mm -hmm. don't want to leave you to be ruined like them. Okay. So, my heart is turned within me. My compassion is roused. I will not execute the fierceness of my anger. I will not return to destroy Ephraim, for I am God and not man, the Holy One in the midst of you. And I will not come in wrath. No, that's a good... I'm sorry. Can we just pause for a moment there? He's saying, I'm not going to destroy you. Because I'm not a man? Because I'm not man. <laughs> because I'm God. Because I am huh. able to destroy you, unlike man who couldn't destroy anything except for maybe each other. Uh, I don't know. And so therefore I can choose not to, whereas man can't choose not to because he just can't. Sure. He just can't do yeah. it anyway? Is that yeah. what you're saying? I don't know. Man is not very powerful. Okay, all right. They will walk after Yahweh who will roar like a lion for he will roar and the children will come trembling from the west. They will come trembling like a bird out of Egypt. (laughs) What kind of bird? (laughs) I know. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Emily's making a scared bird. exactly. Gesture. And like a dove out of the land of Assyria. Oh. There you go. 
Okay, Eugene says like scared doves. Oh, okay. So last time the doves were fooled. But now they're scared. now they're scared. Yeah. So, okay. And I will settle them in their houses, says Yahweh. Ephraim surrounds me with falsehood in the house of Israel with deceit and Judah still us unruly with God and is unfaithful to the Holy One. Boy. So everyone's sucking right now. Yeah. Yeah. Not doing great, guys. Not doing great. I think you should do 12. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm going to knock out one more chapter before we take a little break. Yes. Let's do it. Yeah. Chapter 12. Ephraim feeds on wind and chases the east wind. (laughs) Okay. Cool. He continually multiplies lies and desolation. Oh, my. They make a covenant with Assyria and oil is carried into Egypt. Yahweh also has a controversy with Judah and will punish Jacob according to his ways. According to his deeds, he will repay him. In the womb, he took his brother by the heel and in his manhood, he had power with God. Indeed, he had power over the angel and prevailed. He wept and made supplication to him. Wow. I think this is a highlight reel of Jacob's greatest hits, coolest deeds. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Jacob grabbed Esau's heel. Oh, yeah. When he was being born, and then Jacob yeah. also wrestled with an angel slash maybe God. Yeah, which was it? And won. No one knows. It was unclear because yeah. remember when we read it, it was just like he wrestled with a, a man out in the field, and the man yeah. touched his leg, and he was limping after that. So we didn't know, but it was kind of implied that it was. God slash angel? Maybe God slash angel? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. He found him at Bethel, and there he spoke with us. Even Yahweh, the God of hosts, Yahweh is his name of renown. Therefore, turn to your God, keep kindness and justice, and wait for your God continually. A merchant has dishonest scales in his hand. He Ugh. loves to defraud. Mm. He does. He does love that. Yeah. Dishonest yeah. scales. Ephraim said, Surely I have become rich. I have found myself wealth. In all my wealth, they won't find in me any iniquity that is sin. (laughs) But I am Yahweh your God from the land of Egypt. I will yet again make you to dwell in tents, as in the days of the solemn feasts. Mm. I have also spoken to the prophets, and I have multiplied visions. And by the ministry of the prophets, I have used parables. If Gilead is wicked, surely they are worthless. Now, just real quick. Eugene is making a controversial statement here. He says, he translates that as, I speak through the prophets to give clear pictures of the way things are. Oh, good. Oh, yeah? I feel like prophet Super and clear, clear pictures <laughs> in the same sentence is just kind of... Oxymoron. Not how that's ever worked. Come on now. In Gilgal, they sacrifice bulls. Indeed, their altars are like heaps in the furrows of the field. Jacob fled into the country of Aram. And Israel served to get a wife. And for a wife, he tended flocks and herds. By a prophet, Yahweh brought Israel up out of Egypt. And by a prophet, he was preserved. Ephraim has provoked to anger most bitterly. Therefore, his blood will be left on him. And his, his Lord will repay his contempt. His, his Lord. He really, yeah. See, we really went <laughs> on a whole flight of fancy with, with the highlights of Jacob's life there. That was fun, though. It was good, good review. I don't... I. It's this is a confusing <laughs> book just because it has no narrative hmm. except for the very beginning. Mm-hmm. But that narrative really just served to be an object lesson. And then it was kind of like, yeah, God's talking. I guess it's through Hosea because Hosea is the one who is the title of the book. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, no, I, I think. 
think that's accurate, though. That's pretty much yeah. how it is. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is fun. Okay. We need... Yeah, we got to take a break. I'm sorry, folks. I can't get through this mead. I can't do it. You don't like it? She doesn't can't like do it. it. I don't like okay. it. She doesn't I'll, like it. I'll, I'll, I'll drink the rest of yours and you can do something what else. What I'm going to do... Yeah, I'm going to drop off this glass next door in your office and then you can do <laughs> a little side-by-side <laughs> taste test and you let me know mm, if I'm okay. hallucinating, if I'm doing a taste-based hallucination okay, of this great. tasting or smelling funky. All right. And while we're doing our drink switcheroo, we want to talk about some ways that you can support this show if it's something that you enjoy. Number one is please come check out the live shows and tell your friends about the show. Whether they're able to make it to the live shows or just listen to the podcast later, it's a ton of fun. We love doing it and we want more people to join in the fun with us. And if this show is something that you really get a lot of joy out of and you enjoy it, if you would help support us in making this show and making this available to everyone every week, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash study. There, if you become one of our parishioners, we have as a thank you, things like early releases of episodes, personal toasts on the show, Emily's drink recipes, and of course, our undying affection. And we're back. All right, carrying on with Hosea 13. When Ephraim spoke, there was trembling. He exalted himself in Israel. But when he became guilty in Baal, he died. Okay. Now, now... Guilty in the balls. (laughs) Gosh, yes. Now... He did not keep up with the balls. No, he really didn't. Now they sin more and more Mm. and have made themselves molten images of their silver, even idols according to their own understanding, all of them the work of the craftsmen. They say of them, they offer human sacrifice and kiss the calves. Mm. That's a euphemism if ever I heard one. (laughs) Kiss the calves. Therefore, they will be like the morning cloud. Like that's in the morning, not like crying morning. In the morning, it will be like the morning cloud and like the dew that passes away early, like the chaff that is driven with the whirlwind out of the threshing floor and like the smoke out of the chimney. Oh, just like, like they're going to be gone. They're going to fade away. Go some. Yeah, I think just they're not going to last very long. Yeah. Yet, I am Yahweh, your God, from the land of Egypt, and you will know no God but me, And besides me, there is no savior. I knew you in the wilderness, in the land of great drought. According to their pasture, so were they filled. They were filled and their heart was exalted. Therefore, they have forgotten me. Therefore, am I to them like a lion, like a leopard, I will lurk by the path. Oh, a leopard? Multiple big cats. Fun. We're going to keep going. Yahweh can't make up his mind about which animal he is. I'm to them like a lion, like a leopard, I will lurk by the path. I will meet them like a bear that is bereaved of her cubs. Uh-oh. Oh, uh-oh. And I will tear the covering of their heart. Whoa. And there I will devour them like a lioness. The wild animal will tear them. Gosh, so hey, we kind of brought it back around. That was fun. Okay, yeah. Okay. He's, he's like an anamorph kind of a situation. <laughs> yes. But if, if they Gotta could love those bugs. transform between multiple different animals though, right? So he kind of transforms into a lion and then a, what was it? A, ty- a leopard and then a bear and then back into a lion. It's pretty cool actually. That's awesome. It's yeah. an impressive anamorph. 
<laughs> you are destroyed, Israel, because you are against me, against your help. Where is your king now that he may save you in all your cities? And your judges of whom you said, give me a king and princes. We do remember that. They did say that. Give me a king and princes. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, way back in Samuel. Yeah. Way back. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. It was a long time ago. And he was like, okay, you're not going to like it. You're going to hate it. I have given you a king in my anger and have taken him away in my wrath. The guilt of Ephraim is stored up. His sin is stored up. The sorrows of a travailing woman will come on him. I think we got a drink to bringing oh, the travailing yeah. woman back. Labor, women's labor pains back in as a metaphor. Yeah. That's always cool. a good one. Yeah. The sorrows of a travailing woman will come on him. I'm sorry. Dedek grows a Bud Light now, everyone. It's the best I got. That's what I saw. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. I think that says something about her feelings about this mead. <laughs> the mead, yeah. <laughs> I know. It really does. It really does. So I'd rather have a beer that tastes like nothing, I suppose. <laughs> right. Than the mead that tastes like nothing, <laughs> nothing you I want in my mouth. be putting yeah. in your mouth. Yeah. But, but wait, but to you, Jason, okay. it's fine. You're still like, no, it's fine. That's, nothing that's wrong fine. with my glass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Maybe I've been to more Renaissance fairs than you have, and so mead is more familiar to me. No, I love a good mead. Trust me. I just don't like a funky mead. She didn't like this dry, yeah. funky mead. It's just dry. It's not funky. Does it have an aftertaste? It's fine. Does it have a funk? It tastes a little bit like honey and berries. No, aftertaste mead, was fine. So. Mouthfeel was fine. It was the nose feel. Could not get behind. Huh. It's just... Huh. Smelled like funk. I wish I were there to be the, to be the, the, the deciding. The tiebreaker. <laughs> tie yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, gosh. Okay. I'd probably side with Dedeker. Okay. Okay. Um, right. You said, give me a king and princes. Yeah. And then I made you a king and then I took him away. The guilt of Ephraim is stored up. His sin is stored up. The sorrows of a travailing woman will come on him. He is an unwise son. For when it is time... He doesn't come to the opening of the womb. Wait, what? Uh, okay, you? an unwise son, like an unwise son that is yet to be born, and it's like it's time, it's, time to be born, and, not, and you're like, and he's like, no, no I'm staying up in here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's what he's saying. I mean, I don't blame him. Yeah. Okay. All right. I will ransom them from the power of Sheol. I will redeem them from death. Oh, I guess we're back to positive now. I can't keep up. Death, where are your plagues? Sheol, where is your destruction? Compassion will be hidden from my eyes. Though he is fruitful among his brothers, an east wind will come. The breath of Yahweh coming up from the wilderness, and his spring will become dry, and his fountain will be dried up. He will plunder the storehouse of treasure. Samaria will bear her guilt, for she has rebelled against her God. They will fall by the sword. Their infants will be dashed in pieces. Gosh. And their pregnant women will be ripped open. No! Uh, Jesus. I'm sorry. I rough. can't say that on the show. But you say Jesus all the time. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty intense. That's it's a bit much. Wait, is that it? That was rough. Boy, oh boy. That's it, and that's it. That's, that's the end it? of the chapter. Okay. This, this is it. This is the last chapter. Here's the, the last chapter. Um, I'm leaning hard into the bowl cut at this <laughs> point. Yeah. Bleached blonde bowl cut. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I think he, I have a hot nine verses to, to finish this to up. To turn this around. <laughs> yeah, good luck. All right. Here we go. Okay. Yep. 
chapter 14. Israel, return to Yahweh your God, for you have fallen because of your sin. Take words with you and return to Yahweh. Tell him, forgive all our sins and accept that which is good. So we offer like bulls our lips. I'm sorry, what? Offer like bulls. Like bulls our lips. Like bulls our lips. Our lips. I see. We offer lips like, like as bulls. we offer bulls. Like, like. <laughs> I don't know if that's it, but maybe. Okay. Yeah. The way that we kill bulls and offer them to Yahweh, so yeah. we do with our lips. We and just chop them right off and yeah. toss them on the barbecue. It's disgusting. All of it's disgusting. I don't like the bull either. Assyria. Oh, I'm so sorry, what? but I wanted to say that Eugene here. What does he say? Earlier on, he, he doesn't know what He to does say. put in the line here. You're down, but you're not out. Oh, okay. Okay, he's trying to be inspirational. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. Kind of saying like, it's not too late. You can, you can turn this around. Assyria can't save us. We won't ride on horses. Mm. Neither will we say any more to the work of our hands. Oh, gods, for you and the fatherless finds mercy. For in you, the fatherless finds mercy. I will... He- oh. Okay. And it's oh god, Eugene's kind of like the little god, little G yeah. gods. Yeah. So Eugene is saying, we'll never say, quote, our God to something we've made or made up. So I think this is part of him saying like we should be repenting and like saying these things. Okay. I think that's I think that's the theme of this. Probably this finale is like, it's not too late, everybody. We can turn this around. Okay, so, O oh gods, for in you the fatherless finds mercy. I will heal their waywardness. I will love them freely, for my anger is turned away from him. I will be like the dew to Israel. He will blossom like the lily and send down his roots like Lebanon. Hmm. His branches will spread, and his beauty will be like the olive tree, and his fragrance like Lebanon. Men will dwell in his shade. They will revive like the grain and blossom like the vine. Their fragrance will be like the wine of Lebanon. Ephraim, what have I to do any more with idols? I answer, Mm. and we'll take care of him. I am like a green fir tree. From me, your fruit is found. Do fir Who is (laughs) that? Sorry. What? Yeah, I think they produce, produce fruit? little yeah. like pine cones. I don't know about that. Protuberances. That's a fruit. Yeah, I don't think it's. A- it's just a pine cone. What even is a pine yeah, cone? Isn't it? A- is it a seed? Yeah, the seeds are on the inside. Yeah. That's how it reproduces. It's a baby. Got it. Okay. But there's pine nuts. Yes. Yeah. No, that's the seed is that, that a comes fruit? out of the pine cone. It's a seed. <laughs> they're really amazing, and they're very expensive. Yeah, they're very <laughs> okay, expensive. Cool, cool, cool. But they're really good. Okay. Who is wise that he may understand these things? Who is prudent that he may know them? For the ways of Yahweh are right, and the righteous walk in them, but the rebellious stumble in them. Oh. Thank you, Hosea. Hosea goes, and scene. (laughs) And his poor wife and children are like, uh, who have been forced into the living room to listen to this monologue and this performance art are just like, oh uh, gosh, dad, please. Job, yes, okay. Great. Good job. <laughs> uh-huh. <sighs> wow. Well, bad hair. Well, bad hair for Hosea. I'm calling it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bat it. I'm going to do a bad hair. 
Bad hair day. I'm a little yeah, sad okay. that Javier Bardem, who I am very attracted to, hasn't wasted on Hosea, but I mean, the bad hair, it just fits. It does. Yeah, I think it fits. I, we, he's proved that he can play a creepy, weird villain. That's true. And, and so I think that, I think he's good casting for this. I think, I think we made the right choice. I want, uh, have we cast <laughs> Jeffrey Wright in anything? I don't think so. Yeah, he's, I don't know list. who that is. Um, he's, uh, you do know, have you seen Westworld? Yeah. He's Bernard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he'd be fun in something. I yeah, just he's saw great. Batman and he's Commissioner Gordon. Right. And All right, the new well, Batman. Put, put him on the list. So put him on the list. Putting him on. We got a long list to get through. You know, Pattinson mm-hmm. would be good in a lot of things, too. Oh, should we put Pattinson on the list also? He's hot right now. Yeah. He is hot right now. He was a great Batman, I got to say. I don't know. Yeah, Pattinson, okay. comma, Robert. Yeah. What we think in the chat. All right, our pats. Okay. Yeah. yeah our All right, our pats. Okay. Wow. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm okay. still trying to let it sink into my body that, that we've, yeah. mm-hmm. we've come to the end. <laughs> of this yeah. very short little book. What a fever dream that was. It was. We got some good jokes out of it, though. Yeah. 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 You know what? We got our next our next uh, shirt idea. Yeah. Don't look a dove in the eye. <laughs> uh-huh. We got it. Yeah. it's <laughs> Any kind of raven, don't look a dove in the eye. <laughs> Any kind of raven, don't look a dove in the eye. It's perfect. Yeah, I, we need to make that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We will. It'll be great. You can buy them at the Archipelago Sandwich Pub. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Only. Outfits. I don't know. We may need to make it in. But what? It's like only if you... There's got to be some sort of a eating or drinking-based challenge you have to win to earn that Ooh, merch. Yeah. I like that. Well, so we came up with a couple dishes during the course of this book. We came up with the, well, the the, the, the bomb in a bowl. Oh, right. The half-baked pancake or No, something. the bomb in a bowl. The pot roast that has oh, yeah. a buzz ball on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> right. I forgot. Wait, did we? I'm bu- not sure. Did we buzz bowl during? No, we buzz bowl <laughs> during the last chapter during the end of, of Ezekiel. Ezekiel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buzz bowl, bald. Yeah. Um. So I imagine I I like this eating challenge though because I imagine like a big pot roast, like big hunkin' pot roast with a buzz ball inside, and it's like you have to eat the whole thing in 20 minutes. Okay, that's pretty good. And then wait, and then what's the prize? You get a shirt. The shirt. Then you get the like a collector glass that yes. says "Don't look a dove in the eye" or something like that. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Bre- Bretty Loafton in the chat also mentions it could be there could be a Fig Newton based eating challenge. Well, like if you can eat. Oh right, the Fig Newton challenge. However many Fig Newtons in a minute, then you can yeah, then you get it for free or something. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. Boy, <laughs> the Archipelago Sandwich Pub. It's going to be a great it's gonna be place. so cool. The, it's going like, to be amazing. It's going to be like, it's a Bible-themed restaurant. Not what you think it is, though. Bible-themed restaurant. Can you imagine a day when when we could go on tour and each, and like if we did our tour at different like bars or restaurants. Oh, if we could do a pop-up Archipelago Sandwich <gasps> Pub. Uh, and put up branding and pretend it's the Archipelago Sandwich Pub would be amazing. Gosh, I would love that. We need money for that, though. Join our Patreon. Love you. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Okay, let's read some psalms. It's time. And now it's time for Silly Psalms with DBS, the part of the show where DBS comes out and reads some psalms. Psalms 90, a prayer by Moses, the man of God. Who? Wow. What? Mozo? He's back. Lord, you have been our dwelling place for all generations. 
before the mountains were born, before you had formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. You turn man to destruction, saying, Return, you children of men, for a thousand years in your sight are just like yesterday when it is past, like a watch in the night. You sweep them away as they sleep. In the morning they sprout like new grass. In the morning it sprouts and springs up. By evening it is withered and dry. For we are consumed in your anger. We are troubled in your wrath. You have set our iniquities before you, our secret sins in the light of your presence. Secret sins. For all our days have passed away in your wrath. We bring our years to an end as a sigh. The days of our years are 70. Hmm. Or even by reason of strength, 80 years. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Okay. <laughs> Our years are 70. But maybe if we're or strong? maybe 80 if we're really strong. Okay. You're strong okay. enough, 80. Cool. Yet their pride is but labor and sorrow, for it passes quickly and we fly away. Who knows the power of your anger, your wrath according to the fear that is due to you. So teach us to count our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Relent, Yahweh. How long? Have compassion on your servants. Satisfy us in the morning with your loving kindness that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Make us glad for as many days as you've afflicted us. Okay. All right. Wow. A little reciprocal here. Truth. (laughs) For as many years if we have seen evil. Mm. Let your work appear to your servants, your glory to their children. Let the favor of the Lord our God be on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes. Establish the work of our hands. Mm. Wow. Wow. Beautiful. That's it? Mm -hmm. That's it. Thanks, Moses. Oh, but it continues. Oh. It continues in the next chapter. Okay. Yeah, so Psalm 91 seems to be a continuation of, of this. Okay. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High oh. will rest okay. in the shadow of the Almighty. Oh. I will say of Yahweh, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For He will deliver you from the snare of the fowler, and from the deadly pestilence. Hmm. Is the fowler someone who catches ducks? F- is that what a fowler is? Catches yes. fowls? Wait, a duck? A fowl. A fowl, yeah. A duck is a fowl? Yeah. Yes, what did you think a fowl was? I don't know, just like any bird. Any kind of raven bird. <laughs> 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 but no, it's specifically a duck. Uh, yeah, I actually don't know specifically what counts as fowl. I know it's ducks, but I don't know what else counts as fowl. Uh, it's a bird of the order Galliformes oh. that is kept for its egg and flesh. Okay, perfect. Not helpful. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> wow. <so. laughs> Sass. Now, he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers. Oh, Under his wings, you will take refuge. His faithfulness is your shield and rampart. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that wastes at noonday. Wasted. (laughs) He's playing GTA. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand. But... It will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked because you have made Yahweh your refuge and the Most High your dwelling place. No evil shall happen to you. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. 
For he will put his angels in charge of you to guard you in all your ways. They will bear you up in their hands so that you won't dash your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and cobra. What? You will trample the young lion and the serpent underfoot. Oh, poor lion. Trampled. Because he has set his love on me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he has known my name, he will call on me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. (laughs) We get up to so much trouble together. (laughs) I will deliver him and honor him. I will satisfy him with a long life and show him my salvation. Yeah. And that's it. Okay. Thank you, Moses. Good job, Moses. What a callback. Moses. And everyone was like, hey, that was that was so good, Moses. I think maybe you were better off just kind of leading the people and not writing Psalms because he never wrote anymore. This is it. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I think he was like, okay, I just am a one and done boy. Yeah. Which is fine. <laughs> I appreciate him for that. Yeah. Yeah. We have special stuff to do. Yeah. yeah, we have two toasts. Woo! Two? Two toasts. What is that? Double header. What are toasts? Us. <laughs> what are toasts? Well, a toast, dear friends, is when you raise your glass, usually in a salute to one's health, as you drink, usually an alcoholic drink. <laughs> Which is not healthy, <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> and on this show, it's what we like to do for the people who become our new parishioners via Patreon. So we need to raise a glass to Alexander... And to Morgan, our new parishioners. It's hard to make a Bud Light can chink. (laughs) (laughs) Clink, 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 clink. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Alexander and Morgan, for supporting us. Hope that you can make some of our live shows one of these days. But thank you, thank you, thank you. Because we couldn't be doing this without you. Heck no. Thank you all for joining us for Bible study today. If you want to join the audience in our live stream shows, follow us on Twitch at Drunk Bible Study or go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including early releases, cocktail recipes, personal toasts on the show, and more. Become one of our parishioners, patrons at patreon.com slash study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes, letting other people know what you like about it. You can even join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Dedeker Winston, me, Emily Matlack. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh Nanand from their album Home of the, the, the. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your dad. He's in a book club. He's got a history of skimming past all the pages of ageless confessional.